Genre. Hello and welcome to Lord of the Rings Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie The Return of the King, one beautiful sunrise at a time. I'm Norman Mitchell. I'm Cassandra Fredrickson. And joining us this week is Tierney Steele. Hi. Hello. I'm back. I'm back. Yeah. yeah. And so is my girl, even though she looks, oh, so not happy. Yeah. You're back, uh, just as Aragorn is leaving. Yeah. <laughs> I see a horse's butt and that's it. Yep. <laughs> so today we're talking about minute 106, which starts with uh, the trio riding off into down the Dimult Road. You can hear definitely not ADR extras saying things. <laughs> <laughs> and ends, and then the minute ends with Theoden having just informed Eowyn that she's going to roll in his stead, turning around to face her. And she, she, she doesn't look very, she doesn't look happy about this. Yeah. Yeah. He turns around to face her since in the words of characters in my movie, Joe versus Volcano, she has no response to that. It's <laughs> nope. like, you're going to rule in my stead. And you can see he's like so proud of himself. And then he's like, you're not saying anything. You're, uh, <laughs> you all right over there? <laughs> I would have given anything for him to say that. You, you okay there? No, she's not okay. He's gonna die, maybe. Right. I mean, spoilers, but like, uh, I mean, like you know, he, hey, he leaves instruction just in they've, case. They've I've already left instruction. Yeah. My my first note for this minute for the early part of the scene is, oh, he said the quiet part out loud, <laughs> which I feel like in politics has been a very big thing on Twitter lately. Like, oh, oh yeah. It, at the beginning of this minute, why do they leave? Yeah. They leave because they have no hope. <laughs> no, he leaves <laughs> they, because he's got something else to do. And we're all gonna die. So yep, or, no, I think of he's like we cannot defeat Morty. He's like, yep, nope. <laughs> nope, we cannot. Good call. Good uh, anal- but we analysis of them. the situation. Yeah, but we will meet them in battle nonetheless. Oh, this drama queen. Oh God, I love Theoden. <laughs> Me too. Theoden is the best. Bernard Hill is so good. Uh, it's been Hill a while is- since we've seen him really. Uh, seen him in this kind of this kind of way. Bernard Hill is so good he can break the fourth wall in an Oscar-nominated Lord of the Rings epic saga movie. <laughs> he like right? almost Ferris Bueller's at the end of that line. <laughs> yeah, no, we cannot looking right in the camera, <laughs> but we will meet them in battle nonetheless. I um, okay. I, just, I love the way he says that. The way he delivers that line in particular just has so much weight to it. Yeah. It's good. It's yeah. it feels it feels very in keeping with uh a lot of the the choices around the Rohirrim to kind of feel like Vikings with horses. <laughs> it's the right thing to do, go fight the battle. I feel like this is the most um Titanic ships captain that Faden gets in return. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> because a different person could very easily is like we don't have enough men to fight a mortar. He's like in not Bernard Hill voice. Well, yeah, why do you think Aragorn just went to go get some more people? Don't worry about it. We gotta get the horses. Come on, dude. And it's like, oh, no, 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 no. I'm going to deliver this line looking into your soul. Yeah. That we will meet them nonetheless. (laughs) Am I a good king gambling? (laughs) 
Dang. He is amazing. And and I made the note for when he's talking to Eowyn, but his accent just slays me in this movie. Mm. I guess in both the movies, but he gets yeah. majestic-y in scenes like this. Oh, yeah. Mm. Well, he's a he's an old, proud lion. That's his default setting, I think, yeah. is majestic-y. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's... Theoden, Bernard Hill is just killing this whole king in decline thing the whole way through. Mm-hmm. Just... Mm. He's and he's finally resigned himself to do what he feels like he should have done in the first place. Now that he's kind of come out of his cloud, he's a lot happier too. Yeah, now that he to, has made that decision because he he feels like there's so much lost time during his his uh, thrall under Saruman. Oh, his cloud. Okay, that's, yeah, that's what you meant. I was like, yeah. what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, there's, he's he's lost so much time to to do the right thing and help stem the flow of of Mordor and like this darkness creeping over the land that now all he has left to do is throw everything he has, which is not much at this problem and (laughs) hope it's enough that no matter what, even if he and the rest of the Rohirrim don't make it, the people left behind in Rohan will have a better life. That that's where Theoden is right now as a character. Yeah. Yeah. But okay. Considering his um, like wish that Eowyn take over in his stead, in the event that both he and Eomer do not return from this battle. Yeah. If they don't return, that would mean, like, most of the Rohirrim are dead, yes? So, like... Maybe, maybe not, is he because... Leaving, is he leaving his people defenseless? I mean, I know Eowyn can hold her own in battle, but, like, she's but one person, and she's not, like... There has to be some well, kind of force left behind in Rohan. Yeah. There's gotta be. Yeah. Even if it's just enough people to defend the... To go back to the Hornburg and defend the wall one the, last oh, time. Oh, that's true. Yeah, they can you just, know. like, shore Yeah. Up. Even if it's he just, does... like, 300 guys to go stand over there behind that wall. Yeah, we're we're gonna hear tomorrow. He obviously doesn't think he's dooming his people. Yeah. This isn't a Helm's Deep, everyone's at risk scenario. No. Well, because when you're, when you're mobilizing for war like this, you can't just leave your... You can't leave where you came from defenseless. Yeah. I mean, but he, like, musters, like, I don't know, pretty much everybody. Yeah, they're looking for everybody. But, I mean, logistically, he must have planned to take some amount of people from everywhere and be like, you're going to... I mean, that's what I hope, but I'm just like... uh... Everyone's going to meet a Dunharrow, and then some, like, 5 or 10% of the guys you brought with you, we're going to send back... Oh, so what the heck is... We're going to send back to go get and escort the people from these places... To a centralized um, location hmm. to defend them. That's what I imagine is happening. Okay. We're all going to meet up. Empties, though. Yeah, we're all going to meet up. Yeah. We're going to figure out what's going on. We're going to take stock of just how many people we have. And then we're going to figure out how many soldiers we can send back to escort people to Helm's Deep or Edoras. Get everyone in Rohan all set up in one localized place to defend with however many people we yeah. can. And however many we he- feel we can spare. Yeah, even if he took all the Rohirrim, I mean, when they were defending Helm's Deep, they mobilized everybody. So, you know, all those old men and uh, children who survived Helm's Deep are probably the local badasses protecting yeah. the people. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Like, even hum- if they're hum- not knights per se, I mean, knights, but the... the Middle Earth equivalent. Even if they yeah. aren't warriors, they could defend. And so those are the people who are probably left in charge where when he musters the army to go face yeah, Mordor. Yeah, yeah. 
you know, Hama's kids back there still. Oh, no. Well, we I never think... see that kid again. I hope that he survived. <laughs> yeah, too. we never see him again because he survived and he's defending the town while everyone else goes to Mordor. Yes, yes, that is what I choose yes. to believe. <laughs> Gambling is going to come back from the, the front and adopt Hama's kids. Hell kid. yeah. I, dude, he already has. Like, let's yeah. be real. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I'm completely fine with that being canon. <laughs> yeah. Man. Gambling has just had the worst few weeks. No, look at his beard. Oh. He just starts to look more haggard in this movie. He's just, oh, God. He leaves. My because, best friend died. He leaves because there is no hope. Oh, poor Gambling. He's like, my yeah, best friend died. My king's going crazy. Is he just, going crazy? <laughs> am I a good king, Gambling? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's Do you not trust actually, your king? Yeah, he's not actually going crazy, but in gambling's eyes, that's crazy talk. <laughs> yeah, things are things are getting a little intense for gambling. He's I not used know. to this. I mean, like, this was Ham. This was Hama's job. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to deal with Theoden in his weird, waxing poetic moments. Like, uh, I'm not equipped for this. Hama was book learned. I wasn't. <laughs> oh. So that actually really ties in nicely with something I thought. Watching this minute in particular, I. You, I probably knew this from you guys already, but then relearned it looking at Bernard Hill's IMDb. He originally was auditioned for Gandalf in this trilogy. Yeah, I, can, I mean, I can see that. I, I was wondering if you guys thought he would have made a good Gandalf. I mean, we see we see glimmers of kind of the happy, silly guy that Bernard Hill could have played, I guess. Yeah. But I, I, I feel like he would have been a much better Gandalf the White than Gandalf the Grey. Mm. Ooh. Yeah, that's that's a really good distinction. Although we don't really get to see I mean, we get to see glimmers of, you know, maybe Bernard Hill just being playing off being charmed by the idea of hobbits with that little cut scene with Mary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When so, Mary pledges his service. I mean, mm. I guess there's glimmers of what it might have been like to see Bernard Hill dancing with hobbits, but <laughs> <laughs> I mean I'm sure he could do it. I Ian McKellen's performance is just really iconic, and I don't really know if I could see him playing anybody else in these movies. Right. Mm. Bernard Bernard Hill probably would have been a fine Gandalf. I don't think it, I don't think it would have really hurt the role any. And Ian McKellen transforming from Theoden under Wormtongue's thrall, the give me the sword. Oh, like Ian that, McKellen being Theoden. I mean, that could be good too. I mean, he did the. I mean, Ian McKellen. I actually out of everyone else in this movie he could be just because he was uh he was king lear i'd like to see him be denethor mm. like that's the one that i think would be more interesting to see him play okay this season of your show is making me really wish i had ever bothered to read or see king lear oh my gosh it's not... <laughs> i know the story but yeah. i've never actually experienced it so i'm like okay sure and i realized i just knew the stereotype of actors playing king lear <laughs> Um, there's a, like a DVD, um, re recording of a stage performance of King Lear that we watched with Ian McKellen as, uh, the king and, um, Sylvester McCoy actually is like the fool. So it's really good. It's Sylvester really McCoy cool is just... <laughs> watching them mm. like play off each other. And right. like knowing that, like you know, they're Gandalf and Radagast. Right, and then years <laughs> later, years later, Sylvester McCoy was the fool to Ian McKellen's character again. Yeah, basically, yeah. <laughs> there you go. 
So that that's interesting. Yeah, uh, Sylvester McCoy is also really really good in that. Oh yeah, Sylvester McCoy is good in it. I mean, like he, the Seventh Doctor is like my one of my favorites. So, yeah. but like, I mean that everyone in that production of King Lear is just eating up all the scenery every chance they get. So <laughs> there's no scenery left by the end of the play. <laughs> no, everyone in that everyone in that is great. I it's can't think not, of anything that I'm just not like my eh. favorite Shakespearean tragedy, but I think it's like one of like the benchmarks of like. I don't know, like, there's, de- like, like the Shakespearean madness. Um, right, it's King Lear. It's yeah. King Lear, yeah, yeah. Because mm. there's a scene where he's just, you know, dancing just naked in naked, a thunderstorm. Naked in the rain. So- <laughs> <laughs> screaming at the world. Like, it's just, all right, you got it. Art. Like, singing in the a- rain, but very different. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, is there a purer expression of madness than just a naked guy shouting at a thunderstorm? a naked old man just, just yelling at the elements. <laughs> just, here you go. I mean, you know. There's a naked old guy oh shouting God. at the sky in the tempest too, right? But it's not madness. Yeah, but he's, yeah, because he's like a magician. Different. Yeah, <laughs> he's like yeah. in control of the elements. It's a different mm-hmm. thing. But it's just Shakespeare wrote two plays with naked old men shouting at the sky. I don't know, maybe he was into it. I don't know. Maybe he was. I don't <laughs> know. That's true. But yeah, as far as Shakespearean tragedies, I mean, Macbeth is my jam. Mm. Yeah, I know Macbeth a lot better than I do King Lear. And I, I've said it I'm before. just going to picture Denethor instead. It's fine. It yeah, right? seems I to mean, fit. Same, same deal. Said it before, say it again. Bernard Hill would be an excellent Macbeth. Yes. Ooh. Bernard Hill uh, is excellent in many things, including this. Yeah. <laughs> in, the, um, in the continued saga of me being amused by extras um, doing their job either well or poorly... Um, on both extremes i love i love this guy right behind theoden like right over his shoulder when he says no we can't we can't defeat mordor and then he does this like epic eyebrow raise at like 24 seconds it's the best oh yeah the kind of chubby face guy yeah they cut away from him so fast but he's doing he's doing he's doing the lord's work like it's the best (laughs) he like he yeah he focuses to like the center of theoden's back and raises his eyebrows and then when we cut back to him he looks directly at the camera and it's so funny Like, he just looks directly at the camera, oh like, 30 God. seconds in. There's a guy doing the same kind of stuff. <laughs> There's a guy doing the same kind of stuff right behind gambling on the same side of oh, the frame. Oh, bless. Who, yeah. His eyes kind of, he keeps looking at a guy that we can't see. Mm-hmm. Just, is this guy like, for real? do you hear this? <laughs> yeah, it's great. It, that's the one that I noticed when I watched this when I was taking notes. It's yeah. just, this guy behind gambling is just, dude, are you serious? He's just looking at his friend, <laughs> just trying to confirm. I think maybe he's the one who inspired my... He said the quiet part out loud. Yeah. <laughs> That's the guy I thought you were going to point out when you started your little mm-hmm. spiel about extras. No, 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 no. The no, guy no. behind Bernard Hill. That guy's the MVP. Oh. <laughs> yeah. That's so good. I hope they were best friends. Right. <laughs> and the camera wasn't rolling. They're just hanging out. Being like, isn't this cool? We're extras in Return of the King. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a really smug guy behind Theoden, too. Mm. A guy that just looks... Mm remark like far too smug it's the in the, the in the helmet? wider shot oh he's like right on the left of the frame he's a skinny guy oh that guy has a punchable face yeah it's just really dude huh he's just like that's right whatever theoden says that's like the look on his <laughs> yeah. face yeah yeah he's like backing up his homie yeah <laughs> also the like one the-, with the super long hair who looks like a yeah, 70s rocker like okay male. cool yeah yeah <laughs> The one who looks like a Doobie brother. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> also, the guy almost out of the shot 
looks like the guy that makes the what did he just say face? Mm. Like those two guys look like they could be brothers. <laughs> give give these three guys a spin-off. I want to know about them. <laughs> they're just the three stooges of Rohan. Dude, look how they're standing. It's the best. Right? Like that's a that's a squad. It is. Yes. Row here in the squad. <laughs> that's so good. Just rolling up to the club with your homies. <laughs> Like they're right, they're just backing up Thane, and they're just yeah. they're making a little V yeah. around him. Uh-huh. They're all looking at gambling, like, "How dare you question Thane?" <laughs> oh, he said you're right. That's right. It's oh, so man. funny. Then we cut from here to this incredibly beautiful sunrise over the mountains. I'm so torn because I I I love this. This is beautiful. Do not get me wrong, and please do not judge me too harshly. When I had a live journal. <laughs> my icon was a blonde in a dress like this oh looking at a sunrise across the mountains just like this of course i hate myself <laughs> so much right now but yes, it just, the minute i saw this i was like oh god i remember being in college now that's so funny <laughs> Yeah, do you think Eowyn's been standing here ever since uh, Aragorn was just, we, we can never be? No, Tenderly no, touches no, her no. face and then rides away. No, no, no. I thought she was banging pots and pans like, oh, look yeah, at this just, coward. Everyone get yeah. up. This coward yeah. is, is leaving us. Yeah. Y'all didn't get no sleep because... <laughs> yeah, oh she's moved God. past the anger stage. Now she's at staring at sunrise stage. Yeah, now she's accepted it. Of the breakup. <laughs> No, this is, I think this is still in, like, the bargaining stage. She's just kind of bargaining in her own head. Oh. oh <laughs> Staring oh, at the man. sun. And then Theoden interrupts her quiet moment with her inner monologue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's true. I mean, but, uh, I will say, that's what you do. You stare at the sunrise and you reason with yourself how things are going to work out, even though you kind of know, no, they're not. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, they're not. Mm-hmm. Um... Here but yeah, she is just, he turns around and she is just completely blank. And I'll, I'll have more to say about it tomorrow, but it's, whatever, I'll say more about it tomorrow. I just, <laughs> yeah. I, 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 ugh. she drives me nuts in these two minutes. I love her and I totally get why she is the way she is. Yeah. She has been, she has been dumped, not dumped. And left. Like, it's just not good. She and yeah. Gambling need to, like, go drink in together and I know. get over these last few weeks. <laughs> that is also a spinoff I want to see. Just Gambling and Eowyn. <laughs> yes. At a bar, being like, can you believe this? <laughs> just complaining about Theoden and Wormtongue. They just do nothing but complain about Theoden and Wormtongue. Only those two. <laughs> Every time, every time gambling is on the screen, every single time, I just remember back to way back when we were he talking just, about the beginning he of just Two Towers. Tireder, like more yeah. tired every single time. But I just remember way back to the beginning of Two Towers when they first come into the Grand Hall, and we first were just like, "Oh, Hammett totally stops that guy from drawing his sword." Uh huh. Look how far our boy has come. <laughs> just, like gambling's just like, "Oh, intruders!" Hamas, wait. <laughs> That one Wait moment has just spawned, it. these two guys are totally best friends, right? <laughs> Obviously. 
Again, movies by minute podcasts make canon. It's the law. And just and then Aowen and Gambling become best friends. I hope, yeah. No, dude, I want that. Yeah. Faye ever said anything to you like, do you trust your king? Because that's really weird. <laughs> that's weird, right? That's weird, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, like, the guy in charge shouldn't be asking me if I trust him, right? Like, that's... <laughs> That's a bad sign. <laughs> You've met other kings, right? Did they do anything like this? Like that's that's like a guy in charge of a of a thieves guild or something. That's like a mafioso thing. Like Eowyn <laughs> just stares wistfully off in the distance when gambling and asks gambling's about just other like, kings. I, I like I like you, Eowyn. You're a good listener. And he just like keeps finishing his mead, and she's just still staring. <laughs> she has only one glass in front of her the entire time, right? She says like five words. <laughs> He just, like, pours out his problems, and she's just, yeah. Oh. Yeah. No, dude, Eowyn, I, you know who I ship Eowyn with? Therapy. Yes. <laughs> but we'll talk about more of that tomorrow, Yes. <laughs> yes, Live Journal is not a replacement for therapy. That is my wisdom that I bestow onto <laughs> everyone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, yeah. Early uh, internet. <laughs> I think, uh... <laughs> I think that covers today. <laughs> so uh, we're gonna we're gonna be back tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, but can you let our listeners know where they can find you? Yeah. Uh sure. They can find me at onesteelsister.com. O n e s t e e l e s i s t e r. Dot com. We're no longer in the early internet. People know how websites work. Yes. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. So uh, go check that out, and you can find. Cassandra and I and more people at DuelingGenre.com. No, just us. No, I'm just Just, just us. It's just us. <laughs> Who are these other people? People like Scott. No, I know. Zach. <laughs> check out the other DuelingGenre.com You may have heard podcasts. of them, right? Yeah. Uh, and support us on Patreon. It helps keep everything running so you get more Dueling Genre content. The tiers were just kind of reorganized, but mm-hmm. for as little as $1 a month, you get access to Scott Pilgrim versus The Minute and a new uh, theme park podcast. Theme park this. Yeah, I think they're um, going to release. I think the actual release happens like it, for the public soon. But like yeah, you can but... listen to the first episode on Patreon for a dollar if you're into theme parks. Awesome. So we'll be back tomorrow to talk more about uh, Eowyn being emotionally distant. Again. Again. <laughs> Bye. As, as she does. <laughs> All right. Bye.